Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I have the uh, the honor to work out with the good old Zach Kelly in the season. So it's been a lot of fun. Although I'm I'm not there anymore. I'm in Arizona, so wow. he's got he's got to, he's got to throw bullpens to somebody else or the nine pocket now. All right, Zach, you talk now. You say nice things about Tyler. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. It's it's fun working out with with Tyler, and it gives me a phone partner that's not a pitcher, so I don't have to sit there and catch yeah. sliders all day, but. Yeah, he did leave us pretty early in the offseason, which I think is a little questionable. But, um, you know, we'll survive. We'll survive. Well, so one of the things I want to get into with you guys is is, is coming up on best shape of our life season. Um, and so I do want to get into that in a second. But uh, first of all, Tyler, what is your favorite T-shirt that you own? Favorite T-shirt? Yeah, T-shirt. Your favorite T-shirt. Everyone has a favorite T-shirt. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know. I feel like well, I'm more of a hoodie, perfect. a hoodie guy. Perfect. If you don't have one, you now have your favorite T-shirt. Baseball's in a boring T-shirt. It's on the way. Zach can attest no, to this. Perfect. It'll, it'll, your, Zach's triceps have never looked better. Correct. That's correct. Although I, I haven't got a red one yet, I need to work, I, work on that. Holy man! I give you books. I give you T-shirts. Like you did, you did. I mean, everything. Else. But you're right. You're right. You're right. 
<laughs> well, hey, great book. Great book, right, Tyler? Book. Zach Kelly is the second best Kelly pitching in the major leagues right now, and the only Kelly in the major leagues which I haven't written a book with. So there you go. There you go. So Love yeah, that. a damn near perfect game by Joe Kelly and Rob Bradford. Um, so uh, first of all, again, thank you so so much. So what is it like when when you're going through the off season? Before we get to whatever we're going to talk about, and I am still trying to get on Jonathan Papelbon on this podcast because you, because Zach, hold up your shirt. You got the shirt there. I do. It's about I think the twelve U, thirteen U. I look backwards, but oh my, there goodness. it is. Look at that. There it is. Number why, fifty-eight. Why did you like Papelbon? All right. So this was, I guess, when was he? When was he there? Like late, like late two thousands. Is there from two thousand five? To 2011. So I was a really big Braves fan growing up because they were on TBS and, you know, you could just watch every single Braves game whenever you wanted. And then I think it was like around that time, like they were really good. And so they were starting to get put on national TV more. And then I was like kind of at that point where I started to pay attention more to players than teams. And then Papelbaum was just like kind of that psycho pitcher that I kind of liked it. (laughs) So I, I just one year I just decided to be number fifty eight because of Pat. I mean, fighting fifty eight for any youth youth baseball team is not easy. So. <laughs> no, it's really not. Yeah, I I think I, I think they thought I was joking when they asked what number I wanted. I said fifty eight. So what did you do? Like what, like what? How do you imitate Jonathan Papelbon? You can't. I mean, right now I know how you imitate him. You basically you you bet. Fifty uh, ten thousand dollars on the Philadelphia Phillies to win the World Series, and uh, so which he did, Tyler. He did. He did, he did that. Oh yeah. He when was, last year? Uh, last year or this year? No, this year he bet ten thousand dollars in July plus fifteen hundred, and and what, what, what would that payout would have been? One hundred and forty thousand dollars. One hundred forty. Yikes. And we were all ready to go to Philadelphia and drink on Jonathan Bapapon's uh, betting tab. It was it was going to be the most glorious day in baseballs and boring history, other than when Zach Kelly held up the baseballs and boring T-shirt in the Fenway Park dugout. But, oh, my goodness, so close, so close. What could have been? What could have been? <laughs> Who is we, we, can't, uh, we can't what? do that, Rob. We can't no, do that. I'm not yeah. saying you could. I'm not. I don't want you to emulate. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. No, hey, no listen, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. There's a lot of things that you would like want to emulate with Papelbon right now that you can't do as active players. So, <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, Tyler. Who did you idolize growing up? Yeah. Um, well, it was definitely the Braves. Just growing up in Atlanta, um, Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones. Um, Brian McCann, Jeff Rancourt, Hayward, like, um, I remember growing up seeing all those guys. Um, man, I don't, it probably had to have been Chipper just growing up. Um, just really idolized him. And then I feel like kind of at like a later age, like once Posey kind of made a name for himself, like I really loved just watching him grow to see the player that he ended up being. Um, cause he's actually another Georgia guy. I think he's from South Georgia. Um, but just from the catching side, like Posey was a lot of fun to watch. Man, this like the idolizing catchers <laughs> is painful. It, it's just painful. I mean, why did 
Why do you want to become a kid? Why? Why? Like, <laughs> I thought the gear was cool. Oh, did started. you? That's how I started. Listen, Zach, of all the catchers that you know, does Tyler let, look least like a catcher than any human being that you've seen? He's way too good looking to be a catcher. Too big. Uh, I think yeah, I think he looks like a, a, I think he's a great catcher. He's a really big target back there. I like throwing him. <laughs> oh, see, again, yeah. this is like okay. I feel like, I, I feel like it's like goalies in hockey though. It's like no one wants to be a goalie, you know. Well, I feel like it's, just, I feel like it's the same thing with catchers. Like no one wants to be a catcher. Have you ever caught Zach ever? Uh, I caught like once, and like when I, we were really young, and that was only because. We had this one kid that he threw like super hard when we were twelve or thirteen. Like, I don't know if he ever gained velo throughout like throughout <laughs> high school after that. <laughs> the, the twelve year old, was, was, we all know one. Yeah, yeah we do. He, everybody uh, know everybody knows one. Yeah, he had a beard and, and he had a beard in like the seventh grade. Like, I was the only one that could catch him, and the only oh, one I wasn't scared to. That's the thing when you're good, when you're a major league player, you've you've done, you played shortstop, you've pitched. And you've probably been that guy, like you said. We have no one else who can catch this kid, so can you catch him? So you remember, like those, uh, you remember those old catcher's mitts with like the bright orange ring around them? Oh yeah, it was that. It was that long ago. <laughs> Make those a comeback. What What has been the best thing. evolution in catching equipment, Tyler? You think? Oh, catching equipment. Um. And do, do probably you just like all of the gear, like chest protector, um, just like the, the softness, like being able to deaden balls. And then I think honestly, like the, the masks too, with all like the concussion protocols and the health stuff now, I guess with everything coming out, um, with head injuries, I think. Can you, can um, you explain, can you explain something to me? And I know I'm all over the place, but I don't care. So can you explain something to me? Can you explain? Are you are you a one knee guy? I am. Now, right. yeah, All yeah. Right. The fl- the floor is yours. Tell me, okay. tell me why. Tell me, explain. Please explain. Like because okay, Zach. First, yeah. before before you do, before you do, from a pitcher's perspective, Zach, are you fans? Of, are you a fan of the one knee guys? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I don't want to like steal Tyler's reasonings here, right. but like, All right. for, that's all I want to know. Yeah, okay. All right, Tyler, go ahead. Sales pitch. Okay. Um, So I've experimented with a lot, like one knee, like with nobody on, being on a knee, like 100%. Like I think everybody should do it. It's less demanding on your body. And being in that position allows you to be lower. Me being 6'4", like I'm definitely one of the outliers when it comes to catching. So the – disadvantage for me is like being as low as possible. So like, it's hard just cause I'm bigger. Um, so I've experimented, like I've caught on two feet pretty much my whole life. And now with all the metrics, like I historically have not scored well with receiving. And that's mainly because of the bottom of the zone has been a challenge for me because one, like my height, like it's just, it's just, it's more, it's just more difficult to do, but at the top of the zone, like I'm one of the top five receivers because I'm, because I'm so tall. Um, so I'm making the transition to being on a knee because that's going to allow me to be in a situation where I can 
receive balls at the bottom of the zone in a much better position. Um, and then on that flip side of that, like, I remember because I, I was kind of in the same thought with you with um, making the transition because, like, I'm very prideful and I don't want to lose, like, blocks or, like, limit my range right. or do anything with, like, blocking the ball. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, but... I remember a stat, I don't know the like the exact numbers, but like out of all the pitches thrown during the MLB season, there's only like 3% that are possibly like blockable balls. And then there's another couple percent on caught stealing, like guys like running. And then the rest of those are balls where you're just framing. So why not play the, the odds and the numbers to maximize – I know I'm going to get more pitches than anything to receive. So why not put myself in a position to catch those as good as possible? But also with the knee blocking, um, I feel like it, it hasn't limited. It hasn't restricted any of my range, like laterally. Um, but I feel like from the fan and from the TV, like from the naked eye, like, oh, it looks like this guy's lazy. And I remember... I don't know if it was this past offseason or the one before um, in the playoffs where Muto, I think, missed a few blocks. And yeah. I remember seeing a whole bunch of people online, like, blasting him. Like, okay, well, well, people need to chill. One, he's top one or two catchers in the game right now, offensively, defensively. Like, you're outrageous making those comments. And even if he was on two feet, I think it, it didn't matter because of where the pitches were thrown. Like they were pulled balls coming in at a hundred miles an hour. Like, I don't know. People, I think just, I want to see the fan go in there and try to do it then. Like if, if, if they're complaining about it, like then I want to see, I want to see a fan. It's more, um, it's less the fans, man. Yeah. It's the announcers, the old school announcers get so riled up over this. Yeah. And, and by the way, when I woke up this morning, I said, all those catchers on one knee, full of hooey. And now you convinced me. As I'm going to sleep tonight, you convinced me. Like, all right, I can accept this. Congratulations. Yeah. And like, and in, in a perfect world, and this is something that I'm still like striving to do and hopefully can accomplish it, but I feel like it's going to be like the never-ending process. If it's almost like mechanics with like pitching and stuff, like, in a perfect world, I'm, I want to have the perfect stance to be able to catch, to receive the best, to throw the best, and to block the best out of. And sometimes stances are going to compromise a little bit more than others to favor the other two. Like being on a knee might favor is for sure going to favor receiving. And I feel like it's much easier to throw out of. But yes, is there a possibility? And at the end of the year, like. Could there be some lacking on the blocking? Possibly. Like it, it also, it just, there's a lot of different circumstances that fall into it. So, like in a perfect world, you're trying to 
figure out something, a stance, and it's all going to be modified. Like n- no pitcher is going to have the same like mechanics or feels like everybody's going to be different. Like my feels and thoughts are going to be much different than Ramudo or yeah, Rem- well, like all I, these other guys. You, so. you make a good point. Everybody's different. Everybody has a different body type. And yeah. And so, so Zach, you tell me about like, I I've seen you pitch enough. Congratulations. On, every, on all your accomplishments that you've that you've had the honor of watching me or having me witness um tell me why you are going to have the best year of your life this year zach the floor is yours and and tyler you can either confirm or deny because you've been yeah. working out with him I, I've, I've been catching his bullpens that's, that's uh, he's, he's he's he started throwing the one finger shit kicker it's unbelievable <laughs> So, uh, um, so tell me, tell, let's go. No, I think, I think I, uh, I've just had like a different off season than I've ever had before. Uh, every off season up until this point, I've kind of shut down till probably around Thanksgiving, uh, time and then kind of ramped it back up. But, you know, obviously with the injury, I shut down in May and June. So I didn't feel like there was really any reason to, to shut down again. And so, um, kind of towards the end of the or end of the year during our exit meetings. Um, it kind of gave me a choice to go play winter ball or to kind of do some stuff uh, just to kind of work on. And so uh, I ended up getting, getting involved with, with tread athletics and kind of doing a lot of their stuff and um, just a lot of long toss, probably a lot more than I've ever done before. Um, and so I've, you know, just kind of going throughout the off season so far, I've noticed, just my bullpen velo is kind of shooting up a little bit. And I think the fastball profile is playing a little bit better. Kind of kind of 2021-ish, I was a lot more vertical than I was horizontal. And then I think towards the end of 22 and then it, the limited sample size in 23, it was kind of more of like a, a sinker action, but it's still a four seam. And so I think I'm getting the fastball shape back a little bit. Um Made a few adjustments with my change up with grip wise. Um, so hopefully going to get a little bit more depth on that. Um, add a, I added a sweeper. Uh, I've still yet, <laughs> I've yet, I've yet to, yet to throw it to a hitter, but just looking at. Have you caught it? Tyler? And, it's been, it's been good. I, I've had the, the honor to catch yeah, a lot of his bullpen. I'll let him finish and I, uh, not time in. Oh, listen, once you say sweeper, so, I, I get, I, I have the initial guttural reaction. Like, oh, well, I didn't like, I, cause it's like, I, this, the industry, it's like, if you throw, if you throw a really good slider, you probably don't throw a good changeup. If you throw a good changeup, you're probably not going to throw a good slider. Just the way that, you know, the arm actions work. But like, I started messing around with it kind of just as a joke towards the end of the season i guess it was the last series in baltimore i started throwing it kind of as a joke and like i threw it and saw the numbers on it i was like well that's not terrible like, it's it's good enough to continue to work on like i mean i think there's been days where me and tyler have been playing catch and i think i've probably thrown 15 of them in a row just for sure <laughs> just just, just to get a feel just to get a feel for it and so like i think i think that's kind of kind of allow me to be a little bit better towards right handers and just kind of in general get guys off off the changeup, and so, you know, like I said, I've never thrown it to a hitter before, so I don't know what it's going to look like. But just looking at it, seeing some numbers on it, like I feel, I feel pretty good about it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. So when are you going to throw one to a hitter? Probably the first pitch of my first live BP. You want me to stand yeah. in there? I'll do it. Let's do I, it. Yeah, I, I know. I, I wish there was like a game in spring training where 
I could just go out yeah. there and throw nothing but sweepers and just not just get yelled at. Well, you know, you know what, you know what that is called. <laughs> you know what that's called that game. All of spring training. That's Every single one. Yeah, I think at some point, right. I think I think at some point, I got to try to make a team. You know. <laughs> Listen, that's how you make the team. Like, hold on. can you just throw? Ripping them off. Yeah, can you just do this? That because you know. You know how it is in spring training. I can only talk about my book and T-shirt so much. If you go out and throw 10 straight sweepers, like that'll give me something to talk about for like a week. So please do that. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell tell uh tell Wonger and Reese like hey one button only. That's it. One button only. <laughs> sweeper, 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 sweeper. So, Tyler, so Tyler, other than Zach Kelly's sweeper, secret weapon now. I love it. Other than who who has who who have you caught who has the best sweeper? Which, by the way, Zach, did you ever were you ever around Richard Blyer when he was ranting or anybody about when they say like a sweeper is just a slider? No, but I, I was I was in the conversation when we I think we we kind of realized that Sale invented the sweeper about ten years ago and nobody knew it. Just <laughs> called it a slider. It's, it's a slider, right? So anyway, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think we have anybody that calls it a sweeper. I think everybody just calls it a slider. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Nobody on our staff has been like, "Oh, here's a sweeper." Nick no, Martinez, all slider. No, I haven't. I mean, I haven't. He's new. I haven't. I've, I've had a chance to well, meet him or catch him yet. Well, spoiler Possibly. alert: he has two baseballs and boring T-shirts. So okay. They, yeah, there we go. That's how I break the ice. He's, that's what we're here for. We're all yeah, break we're, the for, ice. we're for making making clubhouse bringing clubhouses together. Which, by the way, the, the my last thing about the t-shirts, Zach. Did you see the new t-shirt that's coming out or is already out? Yeah, are you gonna? I think I think Masa needs one. Japanese letters, baseballs, and boring. That's the only made in. Aren't they only blue though? We we Ooh, can, can, we can I get one of those? Our uh, massage guys from Japan. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Kikeshi. We will make up red and white ones. We will send them to the Red Sox and Reds. And as long, as long as they're distributed. I gave – here's a problem with T-shirts, right? So you guys know this, is that if a T-shirt's a good T-shirt, like the, and they're put on your, your chair, you're going to wear it. In the clubhouse, right? Right? For sure. Correct? If mm-hmm. it's if it's free, it's for me. Right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Here's the problem. And Zach, you probably were witness to this. Jorge Alfaro is yes, yeah. Jorge Alfaro, we gave a t shirt to last year. Nice, nice guy, and any buddy that someone that huge, you know, listen, that's a good advertisement for a T-shirt. But he's going to WBC, and I said, Jorge, can you bring all these T-shirts to what was it, Team Columbia? Is that where he's from? Yeah, he's Colombian. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Can you distribute these T-shirts to <clears throat> all of Team Columbia? Sure, sure. Next thing I know, I see like Ronaldo Hernandez walking around in the clubhouse with one. And I said, well, and that he didn't give one to any of the Team Columbia guys. This is the problem, is that people have to do their job. I'm doing my job. You guys have to do your job. Get these T-shirts on people's backs. Get the yep. message out. Hey, to, be fair, to be fair, though, Oso is Colombian. 
the Her, yeah, Hernandez but, is Colombian. Right, but if the, he just he literally gave it. it was yeah, you, you gave him a job and he didn't do it. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't he do one it. job. That's probably why. One, one that's job. why they didn't win. One job. Oh, I'm sorry to say. So that's. I know that you guys will do better than that. Speaking of you spring training, to, to Rio, Rio Gomez. You should have given him to him. He I, would have done I'll it. give it to anybody. It's fine. They're going to be all over the place, all over the place, and including the Jap- Japanese, English, whatever you want. You guys are part of the family. You guys know that. So, as any as as any good uh, family member knows, we take care of our, each other. Anyway, speaking of spring training. Best shape of our life season. All right. I'll ask you one at a time. Tyler, for you first. Are you or are you not in the best shape of your life? Absolutely. Good answer. <laughs> Zach? I, I feel like I am. Zach, are hey, you in the best shape of your life? Hey, we're getting there. See, spring training is not best shape of our life season. What, what, when's opening day? Is like March 28th, 29th? No, that's, you know no, as is. well as I do. It's, nope. Okay. You got to because spring training, you change your whole routine from the offseason. I understand that. But when, get up there early. when reporters go up to you, <laughs> when reporters go up to you and ask you the best shape, if you're the best shape of your life, there's very few people who are honest about it. Oh, I know. I, nah. Just sat and did nothing all offseason. Right. Like, Ryan Brazier said, had a good line. He said, I've never been in the best shape of my life. That was a good line. So, but it's it's just, if you're not, it's okay. It's okay. But so, that's the question. This is what I want to lead into. All right, Tyler, you said you're, you feel like you're in the best shape of your life. Congratulations. Excellent job. I feel like it. I don't, I don't know if I am or not, but. I've done everything that I could or can do to be ready for the season. I feel like and I'm so, like a good way to put it. Yeah. So, so when you hit spring training, this obviously your spring training, we all want to do well in spring training, everybody. So you feel like, I know that spring training, what is it, a month away? Four weeks away? February, I think 14th is the first uh, thing like physical day. You are going to be, when you show up on day one, Pitchers and catchers, and they're making you do the vertical jump tests and sprints. And when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All the things that mean nothing. So, but you 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 are going to be like, okay, I am gonna I am put myself in the absolute best position I can to have the absolute best season I can. You feel that way right now? Yeah, for sure. Very confident. Like I, I feel like I've done everything physically, mentally, whatever, going into the season, like. I am I am more than prepared. Okay. Whatever, whatever numbers are like, that's a whole different story, but I've done everything that I can to so, put myself in a situation. So I'll ask the same question I asked Zach. Why are you going to be better this year? Why is this going to be the best year of your, your life? 
And I'm not saying like, sure. hey, listen, I mean, they, they say, hey, who knows? But no, I'm saying I'm giving you the opportunity to say, hey, yeah. this, this is I want I want people to get excited about Tyler Stevens. Yeah, for sure. In 2020. Um, so 2022 had an unbelievable year, like at that time, probably my best season yet. And then um, ended up sadly getting hurt a few times, like a broken thumb, then broke my collarbone. Um, so the season ended, had surgery. Everything was good going into spring training, into the season. Like I, my arm didn't bother me at all, but I feel like people who have had surgeries can kind of relate that you feel like everything is good and strong and you're hitting the right mobility on it. But like, I don't know. I feel like it, it definitely took me a good part of last year to kind of like feel confident and like just like the movements again of my collarbone. Like I've got a plate and eight screws oh. um, in my, in my collarbone. So that's awful. Um, I think like without, which is like with that in the rearview mirror, like kind of like what Zach said, like we we've been throwing and long tossing, we've been letting it rip like all off season. So I definitely feel like my arm is in way better shape than what it was last year, which I'm happy about. Um, but yeah, I guess going into why I think best season this year, I feel like last year, like it was kind of like the first time that I feel like I've like had to battle some like adversity, especially at the big league level. Um, in a good way. Um, there was a lot like mentally that, um, was tough. And my wife and some people around me like did an unbelievable job. And, um, that's something like this offseason. I feel like I've really tried to like be mentally prepared, like going into the season, like almost feeling like bulletproof, like whatever happens, like it's not going to affect me. Like every year reporters, people come in like, Oh, like what are your goals and stuff for the season? Like, I don't know. Like, I'd, I don't want to sit there like, yeah, to go out there and hit 300, hit 30 homers and do all this stuff. Like, yeah, that'd be sick. But um, I'm shooting for that. Like, I'm aiming for that. Like, I'm confident I could do that. But at the end of the day, like, kind of what I said, like, I've done everything I can this offseason to put myself in a position to succeed this year. So um, it's almost like a freedom just to be like, hey, go out and play and have fun. That's good. I love that answer. And it gets Sorry, that was, a, that was a long answer. No, <laughs> not a long answer. It's a perfect answer. Yeah. But I will say this, and I'm going to ask Zach the same thing. A year ago, so you 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 talked a lot about learning stuff, right? Yeah. Which is great. It's you guys are young. Everybody learns all the time. So a year ago on January whatever. Will you look back about how different you were and what you didn't know and what you thought? I mean, listen, this is everyone's past different. You're both of your pasts are different. First round mm-hmm. pick, you know, Zagnot, whatever it was. So a year ago, what you look back, I did not know this. And now I know it. And this is why it's going to make me better. Like you said, you went through adversity, a lot of mental stuff, whatever it is. Adver- so mm-hmm. what would it, a year ago, what would that be? I don't know. There, there's something that I won't go too, I guess, in the detail about that's something that happened, but I feel like there's moments like, um, I don't know, like transitioning into like, um, I don't know. I don't want weird, but like the boy to like a man, like, I don't know. I feel like some experiences and stuff that's happened, like 
I feel really confident in like taking advantage and like taking my uh, career like into my own hands, like feeling good, like just going into the year and like, I don't know, growing a lot mentally. Um, I don't know. I'm just in a much stronger place, like going through some stuff that I don't know. I feel like I, I, not in a weird way, but like, I don't feel like anything can affect me. So I, first of all, I'm happy for you. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it, it's not everything. Everything is fine. No, no, but, I, um, no. I listen. I mean, it's, it, I, I get everything it. happens. Yeah, I get it. You, you, once a boy, now a man. So there you go. Yeah, but it is. This is. It's. It's. Sometimes we have those years, though. They're defining years, mm-hmm. and and you know whether that transitions or translates into thirty home runs or just being a happier person. Yeah, you know that's it. So, yeah. So I no, it's a good answer, and I and makes me happy, and again makes me fired up for Taylor Stevenson two thousand twenty four. All right, Zach. One year ago, you were flying high off of doing about fifty million podcasts. Yeah. Right? So now, then you then you have a good you have a good spring training, I think. Right? Correct. Yeah, take away like a couple walks in the first two outings. After that, it was good. Oh, it was good. <laughs> it walks happen. But then you have you know that moment in Tampa, which I think everyone you know gutted everybody. It was. I mean, you're. I'm not going to blow smoke, but you're like a really, really well liked guy across the board. So congratulations on that. So everyone Thanks. felt. Weird. Um, but now, so you go through all of that spring training. Make making the team, uh, the injury, going through the injury, having to go to Fort Myers where nobody's there. Holy mackerel, that must have been awful. Um, <laughs> and 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 then you come out on the other side, and like we said, like where you are now, a year ago, after going through all that, tell me what's different for you. I mean, I think just like now, I think I'm just a little bit more in tune with, I guess, what I need to to kind of do every day and just what I could have, you know, have been doing better, but just never realized it because I never had an opportunity to realize it. And so, like, you know, the whole thing in Tampa happens and, like, I'm just kind of mad at the world. Like, this was, I mean, I, I got surgery in 2020, but, like, I didn't miss any games because there was no season. So, this was the first time ever in my career, I mean – all the way back from high school, like I, I missed a significant amount of games. Um, and so like, that was really hard. And like you said, just being in Fort Myers and not being around the team. And it's just like, I, you know, I go through the same thing every single day. Like, I mean, not that we, we kind of don't have the similar schedule every day in the season, but it's like, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to go rehab. I'm going to go run. And then I'm going to go home. Like, and so I think, but just doing that and just having time that I didn't have to sit there and, you know, worry about a season. It's like I could sit there and just kind of find every single deficiency about my mechanics, about my body and just fix it. And so like, I feel like I kind of developed a really good routine of just like kind of lead me into the off season where it's like, I know what my deficiencies were. I know how I kind of improved on those. It's like from a mobility standpoint, from a strength standpoint and just was able to have a good routine heading into the offseason and kind of 
continue that. And so like, I think personally, that was like the biggest thing for me. And like, and like, I think just honestly being, having my family down in Florida and being able to, to just be a dad, like, cause I mean, you know, you remember it's a debut and then five days later, my son's born and like, you know, back, back for a month. So I didn't really get to see that. And then, you know, we have the off season, have a couple months, but like, then it's kind of back to the same routine. But I think like once I got hurt, it's like, I was at the, I was at jet blue from like nine to 12 or one. It's like, but the other eight or nine hours, it's like, I'm, I get to be a dad. And so like, I think just having that kind of put a lot of things into like, into perspective of like, if I have a bad outing, like I, usually would just take it to bed with me, take it with me the next day and like not really flush it. But it's like, even, I mean, it was a pretty small sample size. Like when I got back for nine, 10 games, whatever it was, it was like, as soon as soon, like as soon as the game's over and like, as soon as I shower and get out of there, like baseball didn't really matter anymore. I think it kind of took a lot off my plate, which was, I think allowed me to be more ready for the next day, I guess, because I didn't take it with me, take it home with me. So, I don't know if that makes sense, but like it does make sense. I think, yeah. So like, I think just like physically, mentally, I think I'm just in a way better place than I was a year ago. And just knowing kind of taking, I guess like a different approach about things, which um, I think is a, a pretty, pretty big positive for me, at least. How old, are you, how old are you guys? I should know this. There was only a place to look up your ages. I'm 27. And how old are you, Zach? Hey, I'm 28. I'll be 29 during spring. I expect a, a card or something. Rob thinks. What is it? Huh. Your March March 3rd. We'll be in the Ooh. old Fort Myers, baby. Oh, you know what? Fort you know Myers. What? This is. It sounds like a perfect time to have a birthday party at Twin Peaks. So <laughs> Twin <laughs> Peaks. That's where we. That's where we do Man, all. I, our I got. I got. I got a high school buddy. His dad's super high up with uh with him. With with Twin Peaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They live, uh, I think, in Dallas. So, did you Dallas. know? So, we do a podcast. We've done a podcast from Twin Peaks before, and I'm going to say this: best sports bar in Fort Myers. It is. It is. No, it's not. What? What is? Sidelines. No, come on. Anyway, <laughs> it is. So, so hey, I, Fort I, Myers. I got. I want to. I want to circle back to this best shape of our life thing, Rob. You kind of got me rattled. All right, hold on. I got. I, this is this okay. is where I get free stuff from Twin Peaks from Tyler's buddy's dad. Um, <laughs> Fort Myers Twin Peaks is the highest grossing Twin Peaks in the entire chain. So really, they, yeah. All right. I'm that's what the call. that's what the waitress told me, and she, like, why would she lie to me? So anyway, um, best shape. Of, okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Zach. What? Okay, what so the reason I, I reason I say I'm getting there with best shape of my life season. So I, <laughs> here's what I th- here's what to me what best shape of my life season means. I think you I think there's a difference in best best shape of your life for spring training and then best shape of your life. You get in the best shape of your life for spring training. So like Tyler said, you put yourself in the the best position possible, but then you add in all the running, all the lifting and stuff that you you need for the season in spring training then you add that and then by opening day that's when you're in best best shape of your life season you know that's my take Tyler, you know perfect, why he just perfect. did that because he just remembered uh, andrew bailey listened to the podcast <laughs> uh-oh who's that is that a coach he's a I, coach. Saw, that's our, I had i hey yeah, me and me and me and bailey me and bailey go way back you do for what 
No, I backed up like two games in 2019 in big league camp. That's the big league pitching coach. So, so he was, he was on the podcast and he was talking about this because I remember I was all had this queued up because I didn't talk to him in years. He pitched for the Red Sox and he did, uh, they did the physical fitness test in 2012 and they did, um, vertical jump, like the measure the vertical jump Mm -hmm. and he ripped his lat. And I said, oh, God. I said, what possibly would a pitcher like gain from measuring your vertical jump? You ripped your lat. Like it's not. Yeah. It that does. Sucks. And he had he had some five minute explanation about why it was important, which it made my brain melt. But OK, but it's forced forced to the ground. Velo. Yeah, that's, the force trading. I think that's what he said. Uh, what what is the okay the the final best shape of our life since, since Zach has looped back to this and and uh, been able to save himself? Um, what is the most useless spring training activity that you guys do? Tyler, you can go first. Useless. Is it like it could be like forty yard dashes? We don't have any conditioning tests anymore. Ooh, so we don't. Yeah, we don't have anything. Um, I, feel, I, I mean, I feel like ever since our new staff got here in twenty nineteen, I believe. Um, I don't know. I have a blast in spring training. I don't know. I love it, and I love every second of it. Um, I know some people don't think that about, but I don't know. I feel like our staff and like our catching coach, like we'll have fun. There'll be days like we just like have a three point contest or like just some random stuff, like just to have fun. Um, I don't know. We don't have anything useless. Like we don't have any conditioning tests. Like I know in the minor leagues we had to do stuff. We had a three hundred yard shuttle, which that sucked. Um, That's very catchers got it. Catcher's got a few more seconds, though, so I loved that, and I always passed it, so that's all that matters. Wait wait a second. So it's basically like the equivalent of the freeze in Atlanta. You get a head start because you're a catcher? Yeah. I mean, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> the pitchers had to run in the minor leagues. The pitchers had to run two miles in, I think, 14 minutes. I think that's what theirs was. Um, and then once you got – once you, like, went to big league camp, you never had to do anything. But I think now, like organizational, like I don't think there's any conditioning test. Zach, do you have a do you have one that you think is worthless? And you're not going to even now. I know you're not going to say it because you're like, no, everything's good. Oh, uh, mine's uh, three hundred yard shuttles. I don't really understand the uh, the point of them. It's, like, my thing is with relievers, like. I don't really think relievers should be doing anything, but besides just like sprints and fast twitch stuff, like I can understand, like want to do a little bit of distance running here and there, but like I only got through in like an inning, maybe two. Like, I think everything should just be kind of, kind of sprint work, trying to move as fast as you can in the shortest amount of time possible. Right. So there you go. All right. Oh, so, I don't know. It kicked me. I, I don't, don't know what happened. Sorry. No, Zach, Zach was just crapping all over 300 yard shuttles. So <laughs> I hate running. I don't, I don't. I don't know if we still do it, but I remember like my first. I think my first camp with Boston, we had like a pull up test, 
and uh, two, I was, two. I was, uh, I was, I, was I, would, I would fail that. What? I'd fail that. Two. Oh, I got zero. Two. Uh, well, now it was one. Now two elbow surgeries. I definitely, uh, I'm definitely not getting the pull up. <laughs> did you really have a pull up test? Yeah, I think we did. I'm pretty sure we did. I, well, I didn't. I didn't do it. I, yeah, I told him. I was like, "Hey, sorry, I can't do it. It's not happening." Um, no, I, I mean, I kind of, I kind of like. I mean, I kind of like doing some stuff where it's like we do like the jump testing and stuff, and um, like I think we. I don't know. I don't know if we do anything like with weight, like deadlifts anymore. But like, I think it's like valuable, and like if you can have data that can be translated and like to what you do on the field. Like, I think it's, I think it's productive. Like, like, I guess you were saying with Bailey, so where it's like with a vertical jump and it's how measuring how high you can jump, which is essentially measuring, measuring how much force you can put in the ground. Like if you can use that and like, if your Vila goes up and your jumps go up, you can kind of like just put those side by side and kind of see that's the reason. Like, I don't know. I think it's kind of useful. But, All right. Good. Yeah. All right. Again, I'm here to be educated. So, Speaking of education, how mu- how much of a head start, Tyler, mm-hmm. would you need to beat Ellie Dela Cruz in a race? Uh, uh, let's say a fifty yard dash. Twenty five yards. It's easy. Halfway. <laughs> Is, uh, is, he that, is he that fast? Is he that fast? It is. It is pretty incredible. It, is it? I mean, uh, so this year was my first time like seeing him in person um, for, for the past year or two. Um, I know his prospect status has obviously gone through the roof and um, everybody says it's like anything like they've, they've never seen him before. Like he can go out there and hit a ball 120 miles an hour up the bat, 500 feet. He can throw a ball 100 miles an hour across the infield. Um, but like to see him run might be one of the more impressive things, um, being in great American ballpark, um, small ballpark. And i saw him getting multiple triples very easily. And I was like, you don't see that often. Like anything in the gap is like usually double, like very few people get triples and he had multiple, um, it's legit. I mean, I, I think I, I've said it before. Like what Acuna did this year, um, if he puts it together, like I, I truly believe he could do something very similar. So, like I just from talent and the tools alone, hundred percent. Have you ever had a guy like that where you said, until I seeing him in person is different than I even thought it would be? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I mean, his debut was the first time I saw him. Right. Like I never saw him in spring trainings or anything before, so it was just like, all right, like let's see it. But I'm so I'm, I do remember um, Joey early in the season when he was on the uh, IL. Um, he would was down in AAA doing stuff, and Joey came back, and he was like, "It's legit." Like, so to hear him say and talk very highly of just how in shock he is, of just how some of the stuff he does, like. That'd be pretty special. Who's the fastest guy you've ever seen, Zach? I mean, I think I think Cody Morris. I think Durant. <laughs> yeah, I think Durant's got to be up there. Um, I'm trying to think, 
trying to think like other places I played. I mean, Duran's Duran the Durant's court, the lizard, the lizard baby. What you call him? The uh, that's a that's a that's Fitzgerald's. That's Fitzgerald says he uh, he runs like a lizard, and so like oh, every time, J- yeah, he always yeah he always puts like a little like lizard emoji on his his baseball pictures on Instagram. I don't. What does that even I'm trying mean? To think. I, it's just like the way he runs. And I, I don't know. I, he told me about it one time. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Well, that'll get me through. Um, Rafaela, Rafaela is pretty quick too. But I don't really think I like. I've like, I've seen him run in the outfield, but like on the base pass, I don't think I've really seen him let it rip. Okay. Um, well, we'll race. Me and you. Hey, me and me and Kels. When we be working out, we're you, hey throwing partners. We're running partners. You raced? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's, some, it's, uh, it's some, very, some, it's very fair. Some five ten five settles. Who yeah. is faster? Depends on the day. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's it actually very close. All right. The the you, trainer that I have the, the extra trainer, reach. The trainer that I remember there was like it's like I don't know what three weeks ago we were we were doing some some shuttles post the video and like it we like try to slow it down like to the like the split second still couldn't really tell it was i mean it was like as close to a tie as uh as you could get wow so listen we're, we're quick we're agile on baseball savant you can like you can watch it so this is, this is good this is I, I like science so i like the fact that you guys are are close to speed now i can measure you against everybody else excellent job I can't wait. So when you when you tie somebody else in spring training, Zach, I can say that guy has Tyler Stevenson speed. So there you What's, go. Do you, I wonder what Tyler's speed is on Savant. Well, I can look that up. Yeah, look it up because hey, I'm, I'm getting some stolen bases then, this year. That's for sure. Are you? Let's go. You know why? Hey. You know why? Because you're in the best shape of your life. Um, the uh, yeah, I also have a we all, we have a deal in place. Um, for 30 homers oh. for Tyler Stevenson this year. We do. There is a deal <laughs> set in stone. <laughs> I don't I don't really know what you mean when you say you have a deal in place. Our, um, an extension. I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so our strength uh, guy we work out with in South Carolina, Shane Miller, um, I made a promise. said, hey, we've got video proof. I was like, if I hit 30 home runs, I will get every one of us or like everybody a sauna. So, wait, he said that. Or I you did. Said, you did. You get everyone a sauna. Mm-hmm. Thirty pumps. Thirty listen, pumps. And I get listen, a sauna, Rob. Zach, if you face him, if you face Tyler, no, you better you better be on the up and up. You better be on the up and up, man. No straight balls right down the middle. See that that's that's the problem. Like if I we we've talked we've had this conversation many yeah. times. Like if I faced him, I I I really don't know what I would throw him. Like I would I would have no idea how to go about the at bat. Maybe I'll just throw a bunch of sweepers. I don't know. There you go, ten sweepers in a row. Like, ten man, sweepers in a row. Especially you have that image of the sauna in your head. Free sauna, arbitration. It's free sauna hey, I'm, arbitration. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got that. Uh, I'm glad we got that on a, another form of proof here. Like, so, good. Thank oh, you, Roger. This is good. The thirty. How many people were involved? How many saunas would it be? 
Shane, Zach, Cody, TJ, Godley, Cade. 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 Six. How many? How much does saunas cost? Well, it's, okay, so it's not gonna. It's it's not no, gonna be well, like the, the giant the portable one, Rob. Have you, yeah, have you seen like the little portable tent ones? Yeah, I don't know. They're probably like a grand or two. Yes. All right. Something All right. Like that. Not like the ones they have in Finland. No. No. Not no. Like- not like the good wood. No. Wood and no. put in your backyard. No, that are bigger than your house. No. Yeah. But see, um, it's not. It's it's not just selfish because if Tyler hits thirty homers, I think he's going to get the difference back in his second year of art. So I mean, I think it's a win win for. I think it's a win win on both sides. That's fair. You're you're a good businessman. <laughs> There we go. Uh, last thing, Reds wise, uh, Tyler, I have to ask you about Joey Votto. Can I ask you about him? Please. He's been on the podcast twice. Very unique guy, right? Absolutely. And and by the way, Zach, I know you're an avid listener to the podcast. I don't know if you listened to that one last year where we had Joey Votto and Garrett Whitlock on the same time. Oh, we're talking about chess? Talking about chess, yeah. Talking about chess. Is is he a big chess guy? I know Joey is. Yeah, Whitlock is. is. Whitlock? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but um, I never talked to Votto, and I liked it because he made me work. He he makes you work for it, you know? For sure. You know, it's like like when I say, hey, tell me why baseball isn't boring. Like, he's like, who said baseball was boring? What are you talking about? Like, and <laughs> – you know, then, yeah, then I was like, that's oh, not, hey, that's like a Joey reply. Hey, baseball, I say, hey, baseball, you know, like chess. It's like, it's like chess. It's like, no, it's not like chess. It's nothing like chess. It's like checkers. You know, it's like, so I'm like, so, so anyway, from your perspective, he's a very unique guy to be around, I would imagine. I mean, like, when you look at yeah. your career, you're going to be like, that was a unique guy. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame, first of all. So tell me a little bit about him from your perspective. Yeah. I mean, um, so I debuted and 21 was my first year and it, it was weird. Like we just kind of like a weird situation. Like you would think like me being a young guy, him being an older guy, like I was like, dude, I, like, I watched this guy on TV when I was in high school. Like it was just like, it was like an, a wow moment. And then next thing you know, like, start to like talk and have more conversations and really good friends. And we sat next to each other on the plane for the past three years. Like we're, we're sea buddies and um, golly, just some of the conversations that we've had, just talking about games at bats, feelings like advice from both of us. Like um, I don't like he, he came to my wedding, like, um, it, it's going to be it's going to be weird uh, to see him potentially in another uniform and not on the team. Um, he's a good friend of mine. Still try to keep in touch with him. Um, but like, man, just like more importantly, like this dude is in year what 17, 18, whatever he has, and he's forty years old, and he busts his butt more than anybody that I've ever seen. Like for him to be that age and he's one of the first guys there. He's one of the last ones to leave. Like he's in there grinding and putting in work every day. It's like, man, like to see this, like that's why he is who he is. Like, that's why 
I believe he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Like to see this guy to do it for so long and to see the just to see the behind the scenes from uh, everybody else. Like this guy is full of knowledge. He's one of the most intelligent people I've ever been around. Baseball, non baseball, like he, like you said, like he's unique, but he is very, very intelligent uh, with everything he does. And um, he's one of a kind. And um, I, I, I will miss him. That's yeah. for sure. I think you said it. He's one of a kind. And does he dance at a wedding? That's what I want to know. He does. He danced He danced at my wedding. He seems like he would. Yeah. Seems like he would. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's, and then, like, we spent a lot of time together. Like, so I had my surgery, uh, my collarbone surgery. Then he had his shoulder surgery. So we were kind of rehabbing together and spent a lot, a lot of time together. Like, go over to his house and just kind of hang out and, um, yeah, we, we've got a lot of memories, and uh, it'll be something. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. It'll be something that I, I will always remember. I'm glad I asked. I did not yeah. know any of that stuff that you guys are so tight. So that's cool. That's good. So listen, you guys, you've been so generous for your time. I've gone way, way long, but you know, it's just three guys talking. So yeah, wrong with that. just three guys talking ball. That's all it is. Best shape of our life season coming up. Zach Kelly getting ready, getting ready to entertain at winter weekend. Do you guys have a winter weekend thing? The Reds? We've got a, uh, it's, yeah, Dreads Fest early December. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ours is ours is a lot earlier. It's a big deal. The, the Reds do a really good job uh, putting on the event. And, I mean, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Like, it, it's a huge commitment center. Yeah. The good thing, Zach, is that everyone's super psyched about the Red Sox season and not upset at all. Yeah, I I looked at the weather forecast today. I don't I don't know if I'm uh, as excited as I was before. I, how bad? Before how I bad is it going to be? I don't think the highs are get over like 28 this whole weekend. Uh, so it was so cold today, so cold. But yeah, it's uh, not 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 what you want to see. Not what you want to see, Rob. No, but you it know was, what? It was it's 70 and everything was like. Hey, the the weather in Fort Myers will be good. So, so do you go there you from go. there to Fort Myers? No, I'm gonna come home for I think a week and a half, right. and then we're, uh, we're we're taking the little guy to Disney for I think the oh, first few right. days of February, and then I think I think I'll be there um, February the seventh. I think so yeah. about a week week early. Okay, I got I got I got four words. It's a small world. Oh, put course. your chin on it's a small world and let it ride. That's it. They like the lights. That's it. It's a small world. That ride. It's a good one. It yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you, you're we from gotta, you must go to Disney. I mean, it's yeah. come on. It's like like, like, that's, like that's or, uh, that's like number one. Yeah. For big a uh big big Mickey Mouse family over here, Rob. Oh, all right. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm I'm here to educate and inspire. Um, and you, you guys have done both for me today, so I really appreciate it. Thank you Always. so much. And uh, Tyler, I'll see you when I go out for um, um, Innings Fest, which is the concert out in 
in um, the baseball theme concert. Green Day was there last year, so I'll be okay. out. There. Yeah, you're invited. In a- it's in AZ. Oh yeah, Tempe, Tempe. Yeah. Oh, dangerous yeah. spot. Yeah. The other, the other Kelly gets me uh, good tickets. The other Kelly. My Zach. brother, other Kelly. Yeah, your you? brother, Joe. Yeah, you, Zach. Oh, Joe Kelly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This, this, who we're mentioning. Yes, he's. I wrote okay. a book with Joe Kelly. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, and Zach. You also will have a mural in Fenway Park, much like Joe has in Dodger Stadium this year. That's my prediction. So there you go. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, hey, hey what? Sure. We we gotta have a bet for you, Kels. Ooh. What's your bet? Yeah. Who are you gonna buy saunas for? Yeah. What, what are we working on now? I don't have it like that. I would uh, a first rounder oh. like one of the other persons on this uh, on let's this call see, here. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like incentives for for pitchers. I, I could give I could give you a good one. You go out there and if you pitch in the seventh inning or later on opening day, you have to buy me a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> uh, you wouldn't have got a sauna this past year. I think I was in there in like the fourth. <laughs> well. I mean, we can think about him. We'll let. We'll, let, we'll, yeah, we'll think about we'll, it. We'll reloop. I hope. I hope to do this again. Maybe in the dog days of spring training. So thank you guys so yeah, much. Just let me know hey, hey, anytime. We can make it work. Hey, Red, Reds, Red Sox this year. We'll do a lot of time. Oh, nice World Series. It's in. It's in Cincy this year. Oh man, <sighs> man. Well, hey. we can do it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Let's do it live. We've, yeah, the, the past two years we've we've been to Fenway Memorial Day weekend and had it off. So we've we've been very blessed with, with those off days. So it's it's going to be a great year for both of you. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, of course, appreciate it, guys. appreciate it. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I. Uh... I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.